Welcome to my podcast without a sound. Today is a Monday. Um, I didn't, so this recording is going to be a little late. Yesterday was Sunday, Super Bowl. Everybody was, um, a few people in my family was home, so it was really loud. was nowhere I could record. Anyways, also, I had a really hard time deciding what I wanted to do. Didn't want to do something related to the NFL. Didn't want to do something related to uh, today's Monday, February 14th. Everybody does Valentine's Day. Didn't want to do that. Um, So I wasn't sure what to do. And then also over the weekend, I was just reading like these horrific things that are happening around the world. So I think... Not even around the world. I mean, just like here in the United States, it's horrible Um, to see. I saw news about a 12-year-old who had taken their own life and due to bullying. Um, it's, It's really sad and I don't know why it continues to happen. I'm not sure what's happening in the school settings, why children feel the need to do that. Um, I don't know uh, if parents are not talking to their kids. Um, I really don't know why it's so prevalent. Like, there's no reason to make somebody else feel lesser. Um, and another thing is, I see it happening online. There's a lot of, and I'm new on this platform, obviously, probably don't have a wide array of followers but there's this thing where you know trolls they're called trolls and they literally go onto different accounts and they're not nice they're mean to people are they mean in a out there in the world probably not they're um I feel like this is like a writing a writing um homework that I did during school you know where they asked you about social media how it has changed the way people communicate and I feel that a lot of times people are hiding behind uh, social media they don't have to show who they are and we've seen so many cases where you know people pretend to be somebody somebody they're not and how unsafe it is in a physical sense, but also how emotional, uh, how there's emotional abuse happening online as well from strangers to other strangers who you don't know personally, but you feel the need to be negative and to uh, say things that are hurtful. And I just feel like that's not okay, but it's the world that we live in. And um, there's this girl that I saw on Instagram where she's doing, um, she does like all this research. Gosh, if I can find her um, Instagram account, I will definitely um, let you know at the end. But she talks about how it's also like a community, like these people like tag team each other to literally as a team bombard somebody with really bad bullying type of things 
they're being bullies on social media and it's not okay and i feel like i think i was looking at some laws that were um that might have uh come about due to in schools in elementary schools this was happening so i feel like i was looking at some laws uh about that but i don't know that any exist about bullying through social media like how far is too far you know and i think there was a case about it and that's the case i'm gonna talk about today it's july 4th 2020 and 19 year old janessa del valle is tragically cut short her life is cut short what happened so she was killed while attempting to stop bullies from using the internet to body shame her 13 year old sibling okay so what happened uh, apparently she told her mom that they her and her sister were expecting to meet with a couple of girls that they believed to be responsible for the bullying when they left the family's apartment together on a Saturday. First of all, I don't think I would ever condone or advise that anyone meet with anybody who is social who's bullying you on social media or even confront them even in a face-to-face situation you just never know i mean apparently these people are bullies for a reason um and i think we should go into the definition of what is actually a bully a definition it says a person who habitually seeks to harm or intimidate those whom they perceive as vulnerable um and then seek to harm intimidate or coerce someone perceived to be vulnerable so any one of these things i mean it says a blustering browbeating person especially one who is habitually cruel insulting or threatening to others who are weaker smaller or in some way vulnerable tormented by the neighborhood bully example okay so a tyrant uh is a bully someone who insults you is a bully someone who is cruel and threatening you is a bully uh if you perceive that they are trying to harm you intimidate you in any way they are being bullies um okay so would not confront them at all especially because you on a social setting from a social point of view you don't know who's behind the screen Unfortunately, today's world is really sad and you just never know. So, um, it says when they met up, uh, when they met up, they thought they were meeting two girls, but they ended up meeting with a carload of four people. See what I mean? Um, yeah. So deputies at the time said that the confrontation escalated into a fight in which Janessa was fatally shot. You just never know. Never ever confront a bully i this is just my personal opinion i'm (laughs) i'm non-confrontational the attack took place in a parking lot at 5100 block of cedarwood road um in bonita which i'm not sure where that is um janessa was let's go back let's talk about janessa and who she was as a person she was in high school so these people, um, San Diego, 
so she went to she went to a high school there and was an athlete and then she had graduated high school and moved on to San Diego City College that's where she was attending at the time of her death okay so that was so far what happened in July Janessa tried to defend her sister, her younger sister, who was 13 years old, who was being being bullied online. And this is like the whole point where this is online bullying. It's not even face-to-face bullying. So, but it's happening and it's so prevalent and it's really sad. And for some reason, these girls thought it was a good idea to go, um... And meet up with these people who they thought were going to be their same age. And they were going to be able to talk it out maybe. You know, like, hey, you know, I don't know. What's going on? You know, where does this, you know, bullying, where is it coming from maybe? I don't know what Janessa was thinking. But instead, there was four people in the car. And let's move forward to August of 2020 um when this guy giovanni something or other do we want to give him a name had his name here somewhere um i had his name i just lost it Hmm. okay so on several papers it calls him a gangster. He was a gang member. Giovanni Rodriguez. Yeah. He was 21. Um, and he was then arrested um, in 2021, actually. Um, and he was convicted and sentenced to 10 years. Now, his her family is saying 10 years is too little because why should he only get 10 years when he took her entire life? Like... And that's the thing again, right? What are the consequences for killing somebody, for murdering somebody, somebody and um, taking away their life, taking away their entire future and taking them away from their family as well? Um, the case I saw over the weekend um, was of a teen boy who took his own life, uh, 12 years old, okay, 12 years old, and was not able to deal with um with what was happening Uh, and it wasn't his fault and maybe it's the school's fault maybe he didn't um know how to handle it how to deal with it but at 12 years old i doubt any one of us has the right mindset but we're so vulnerable at that age and it's really really um sad that he felt that that was his way out um so i went ahead and i looked up a law so this law came about because of another young man who was being harassed and bullied at a school and he hanged himself in his backyard and it's called seth's law um, and Seth's Law is in California, 
And I'm not quite sure if Seth's law happens to be across the United States. I think each state might have their own um their own law, maybe perhaps, or maybe not at all. I I, I honestly didn't do that much research on 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 it. I know that here in California, um it's a law that was passed. Um and it's the right that each child has to not be bullied at school, to feel safe. It should be a safe environment for children to attend. They should not have to go to school and feel threatened and feel intimidated and feel like they are um, bullied either for their gender identity, gender expression, race, ethnicity, nationality, whatever the case may be, there is no excuse for anyone to bully somebody else. I you could be green, blue, who cares? Like there is absolutely no excuse for being cruel and mean to others. Um so I'm going to go ahead and you can find this online um it's kind of a fact sheet of what it is and basically so why did Seth's law pass here's the um excerpt it says california law says that all public school students should have equal rights and opportunities it says yet many lesbians gay bisexual transgender and questioning students report that they experience significant bullying in california schools and teachers, administrators, and other staff often fail to address the bullying when they see it. Seth's Law is named after a 13-year-old California student who tragically took his own life in 2010 after years of anti-gay bullying that his school failed to address. So that is why. And you can find that at um, aclusocal.org. That's where you find all this information. So... So what is at a glance? What does the state anti-bullying law require school districts to do? And here's the four bullet points under that. It says they need to adapt a strong anti-bullying policy that specifically spells out prohibited bases for bullying, including sexual orientation and gender identity and gender expressions. Adopt a specific process for receiving and investigating complaints of bullying, including a requirement that school personnel intervene if they witness bullying. Publicize the anti-bullying policy and complaint process, including posting the policy in all schools and offices. And number four, post on the district website materials to support victims of bullying. So this is how school personnel must intervene. And again, I'm just reading verbatim from this website. Um, because each one of these sections has like an education code section, which... Um, by law, needs to be in, uh, like, the districts, um, has to be stated. Anyways, so what? how can the school personnel, personnel intervene? It says, Seth's law specifically contains the following requirement. If school personnel witness an act of discrimination, harassment, intimidation, or bullying, he or she shall take immediate steps to intervene when safe to do so. And now these steps that it talks about um 
of course it's like a general thing it doesn't give you the step-by-step and that's like where the school has to come in they have to set up those steps like okay what do we do obviously they're going to intervene right at the time but then what steps are then taken like is the you know first first offense you know what is this student what happens to this to the, to the victim and to the bully um obviously there has to be consequences for the bully because it's not okay um and here's um and the anti-bullying complaint process it says school districts must adopt a process again it's giving kind of that general feel where the schools have to figure out what that process is it says for receiving and investigating complaints of discrimination harassment intimidation or bullying the process must include a timeline to investigate and resolve complaints and an appeals process for the complaint complainant all complaints are to remain confidential as appropriate and schools are required to protect complainants from retaliation so in this case the bully is also protected in a sense where he can go ahead and request a um like a review they're not happy with the consequence or whatever um and everybody's identity is protected including the bullies um so again they have to post what their resources are um so uh and um yep and that's it so that's so seth was another case that actually i ended up looking uh up because of seth seth's law and that was how seth's law came about to happen uh the student seth was living out in oh goodness i didn't i actually just read about it and i did not write any information on his case but um obviously he was 13 years old that's what middle school but he had been dealing with these feelings and emotions and dealing with people who had no business saying or doing anything. Um, and unfortunately, uh, he took his own life as well. So it's been, it's, and, and the thing is also that around that same time, I was reading that there was like five to seven other cases of kind of the same situation where these children, children were being bullied and they took their own lives. And it's really sad that I don't think that other kids think about it, but I think as a parent, it is a parent's responsibility to talk to their child about the words they use and how they use them and why are they using them and it's not nice and what things are not nice and when things are hurtful um that you really should be aware and consider about the words that you choose to let come out so that is the case of janessa um and seth and countless others who have lost their lives to 
cyberbullying, bullying at school, um, in all, in all, in all the cases, it's still bullying. It's still someone being mean, threatening, intimidating, um, and that's not okay. So those were, um, the cases I had for you today. I hope that this can bring some awareness to you. Um, if you're a parent, if you're a student, um, what is something that you can do? I didn't talk about that, but I think as a student, being aware of, and as a parent also, being aware of the bullying policies at your school and the, the process and, you know, always having open conversations with your, uh, with your students if you're a teacher um if you're a parent with your child you know not condoning um verbal abuse to towards anybody i mean children absorb what we do and what we say and so therefore are are we watching as adults what we are saying in front of them um so, um, regardless of whether you think, you know, they're doing something right or wrong, upside down, sideways, that is no excuse to make someone feel lesser or intimidate or threaten. Um, okay, well, thank you for joining me on today's episode. It went totally left field because that is not the topic I was actually planning on talking but um I just had a hard time figuring out what exactly I wanted to talk about and it ended up being about bullies so um maybe next time I will talk about some NFL murders um there's quite a few of them that came up Um, And then uh, some other stuff that also came up. So I will see you. I won't see you. But thanks for joining me. (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe on my podcast on what is it? Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Um, Not Twitter. Twitter. Um, And Apple Podcasts. And on Spotify. So if you find me there, follow subscribe. All right. Take care. Be safe out there. And remember to use nice words and always be nice. Bye. Without a sound.